You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Yo, what is up, everybody? This is your boy Eman coming at you, episode 64. Hey, I had to take a little bit of a long break, man. We've been having a pretty, pretty um, hectic week so far down here in South Florida in lieu of the arrival of Hurricane Dorian. So personally and professionally, this usually takes me out the loop for a little while. Like I said, I'm an operations manager who runs a a recycling recycling and garbage collection for a municipality here in South Florida. So when we have a hurricane that's about to come down, man, there's a lot of work to prep for it to get here. And then post-hurricane, a lot of work. So I've been really busy at work, personally getting the house ready, getting my, you know, make sure my family's safe. Right now, we're waiting for its arrival. So, hey, it, it gotten better. It does has gotten better. We actually, here in South Florida, we probably only may get a tropical storm wind, but this thing is really can still do anything. Pretty much out there in the Bahamas, and my prayers go to those people out in the Bahamas as well who are getting pounded right now. So that's the reason why I haven't been able to get on the podcast this week yet. So in the eve of this hurricane, now that I got a little bit of a break, I wanted to go ahead and... um jump on the podcast, man, because a couple of things happened this week. A lot of things have happened this week. The start of, you know, college football season, which eh, I'm not a big college football guy. So your boy Ema is not going to drop any or very little college football content because that's not my expertise. And I hate sounding like an idiot, which I do most of the time. But what has happened in the week that last time I posted something, I published something has been the shocking retirement of Andrew Luck. And it's been all over the news. And I was shocked, like as, as anybody else, as soon as he announced it last Saturday during a football game, the news came out, and wow, I, all of a sudden, I just thought about, man, this is the most shocking retirement announcement ever. Is this like the most unexpected retirement from any professional athlete, especially football player? And a couple of things came up to came to my mind, right? To me, practically the most shocking retirement announcement, unexpected announcement. Says Michael Jordan did it for the first time and said he was going to go play baseball and quit basketball after winning three straight championships after three-peating. Also, football-related, Megatron at age 30, who his career stats were, he caught 731 passes, over 11,000 yards, receiving 83 touchdowns. Kind of like, just like Andrew Luck had a, a whole bunch of different injuries that he couldn't just cope with it no more. Barry Sanders was another shocking one, which he walked away after 10 years, retired with um, 1,458 yards short of the all-time rushing record. He stands third behind Walter Payton, 16,726, and Emmett Smith, 18,355, with no injuries. I mean, he just decided to retire and call it quits. Pretty much, I want to play you the his announcement. That, you know, he actually, after the game, he had a conference, you know, announcing his retirement and why he was retiring. And I'm, I'm going to play that uh, audio clip real quick. And then I'm going to give you my thoughts and then what do I actually think about it? how I uh, envision this or plan this. Uh, but, but I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision in my life. Uh, but it is the right decision for me. Uh, for the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury pain, rehab. Uh, and it's been unceasing and relenting, unrelenting, both in season, both in off and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to, to no longer play football. Uh, it's, 
it's taken my joy of this game away. Uh, and sense. I want to thank football for so many wonderful moments in my life and the pressure, circumstances, environment that pushed me to grow, learn, change in so many meaningful ways. It's the greatest team sport in the world. Andrew Luck, very emotional. You could honestly feel the emotions and how, I guess, sad because it's, it's a sport that he loves. He mentioned how his body his mind cannot take the grind anymore of recovering and coming back. Look, Andrew Luck is a smart dude. He went to Stanford, has made already about $97 million. The Colts are not even having him pay some money back because he hasn't, I guess, complete, I guess, you know, um, <clears throat> played the complete entirety of the guaranteed contract. But they're not, I think there's like $24 million left and they're going to allow to keep that, which is a class act by the Colts, which is a good move also by the Colts because it keeps him under contract even though he's not playing anymore so if he changes his mind in a couple of years the Colts have the rights to signing Andrew Luck or first dibs to sign Andrew Luck anyway he's very very sentimental emotional yo look man it's not easy Andrew Luck is a former overall a first overall draft pick that landed on the Colts after Peyton Manning had his neck injury and the Colts were like man I don't think Manning's coming back from that and boom lands in their lap as the first overall pick uh, he played seven season he again mentioned that he can no longer take the years of pain and rehabilitation and from the worth, you know, from the worthy injuries. I mean, the guy has had a lacerated kidney, injured ribs, at least one concussion, torn cartilage and his throwing shoulder. And most recently, a calf and ankle injury, which it kept very quiet. And it's very tough, man. Some people, you know, need to call it quits like Gronk did. You know, Gronk mentioned the other day that physically he's ready, but his mind is not in it. He'd come back right now if he wanted to, but it's just not the right time. He's open to come back eventually at one point. This might be the new trend. People retire, take a couple of years, and come back to play. I don't know if that's what Andrew Luck is going to do. I honestly think that Andrew Luck's not coming back. I think he's going to call it quits. He's going to look over other, you know, he's going to probably do other things, other endeavors. But it's tough. It's tough. He had a lot of different injuries in just a short span amount of time. And the dude is probably, you know, I want to say he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I don't think he has enough time. He played enough time to get that nod, even though I want to go over his stats real quick. His stats are probably one of the best stats for six years of any starting quarterback in, in his career. If you take any quarterback and take six of the best years, Andrew Luck's numbers probably blow them out the water or compares to them. It's kind of like a toss up. Uh, maybe not enough time, but the guy to me is a Hall of Fame quarterback. So he actually played seven years he was in the league for seven years i believe he plays six full seasons remember he was out that one full year for that uh shoulder injury but let's take a look at his at his at his numbers as a rookie he played 16 games in 2012 23 touchdowns 18 interceptions but through for 4374 yards he's a career 89 quarterback rating solid his best year Yardage-wise was his uh, third year. He threw for 47, over 4,700 yards, 
40 touchdowns, 16 picks. Unbelievable. Last year, his comeback year, 2018, he came back, threw for 4,500, over four, almost 4,600 yards, 39 touchdowns and 15 picks. He's had 171 touchdowns for his career and 83 interceptions. It's unbelievable. This guy is, is a true quarterback to his position, worked really, really hard. And you know what's crazy about him also, he also was very mobile. And he had 14 career rushing touchdowns. And at the beginning of his career, he had about 12 of those 14 touchdowns. And of course, when the injuries started piling up, hey, he he got wiser and said, look, I'm not going to rush as much. I'm going to go ahead and stay in the pocket and throw more. But Andrew Luck, has, to me, has Hall of Fame numbers. Maybe not the career length that is required to get into the Hall of Fame. But man, insane. The guy played six seasons here. And he had, out of those six seasons, four over 4,000 passing yards. I mean, he had over 30 touchdowns three times, 41 time, pretty, pretty astonishing numbers. A great leader, a guy that puts in a lot of work. And it's a shame. It's a shame. And, uh, you know, the fans booed him after the game when the news came out. I don't want to say shame on them because they were probably surprised. They're like, what the heck? I can't believe this is happening. It's tough to land a franchise quarterback. And Indianapolis was able to land a franchise quarterback consecutively. First Peyton Manning, and then when Manning was let go, boom, Andrew Luck fell in their lap. So I see how difficult it is. I mean, for for Pete's sakes, the Miami Dolphins has had like 50 quarterbacks since Dan Marino retired. So that's how difficult it is to, you know, get a franchise quarterback just like the Cleveland Browns. It's just shocking. So I, I know I understand why people were pissed off. They should leave the guy alone. He's probably making this decision for his family. He's going to be a father. And sometimes, man, it's time to give it up. If If you're gone mentally then you can work on your physical issues. And I think he had it. He, he just had it. And I'm not hating on the dude, man. I'm going to miss the talent. Comeback season, Andrew Luck. That was my, my thing last year during last season. And he's going to, he's a talent that's going to be missed being watching every Sunday, man. I'm a fan of Andrew Luck. He's a great guy, a great quarterback, and was headed for, for greatness. And he was pretty close to, uh, he was, you know, he was pretty close to a championship. I think that team, Put a lot of work on the offensive line, getting receivers, running backs to help him out. But, you know, sometimes you just, a man has to call it quits. And I think that's what Andrew Luck did. When this news came out, look, there's certain people that get a little distasteful with their with their tweets and with their comments and stuff like that. And one of the ones I want to call out here is Doug Gottlieb. I'm a Doug Gottlieb fan. I think the guy is a great sports radio personality, knows his stuff, especially in basketball. But dude, when the man announces retiring, you can't just come out with something distasteful like what he tweeted. This is what Doug Gottlieb said. Retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Hashtag Andrew Luck. Look, nobody bashes millennials more than I do because I think they're entitled. But Andrew Luck, even though he's a millennial, he's the complete opposite because he doesn't ask for anything. He has worked for it and has gained everything he has. I think he knows that this is the right time and the right thing to do for himself, physically, health-wise, and for his family. So, you know what, Doug? Pretty distasteful. Pretty sorry of yourself. I know you've gotten a lot of heat. I'm still a fan, but don't be a douchebag, okay? That's me. That's from, uh, from me to you, Dougie. But again, Andrew Luck is a true class act. Today, uh, Sunday, uh, September 1st, he took out a full-page ad to let the fan know, you know, thank the fans in Indianapolis. One, I forget what newspaper, the Indy Star. He put out a full ad, you know, a full-page ad just to thank the Indianapolis fans of their support throughout the years. And I'm going to read a little bit of what he says. And this is what he, this is what the ad says. Thank you for an incredible eight years. 
he wrote, for welcoming me with open arms, for helping me grow on and off the field, for helping Nicole, that's his wife, and I make Indiana our home, and for showing us the true meaning of hospitality. It has been the honor of my lifetime to represent the Colts and the city of Indianapolis on this on the world stage, he said. I can't wait to see our team take the field and continue the journey. I'm proud to be a Midwesterner, a Hoosier, and a Colt. Dude, what can you say about that guy? Class act, classy quarterback, number one pick, four-time Pro Bowl, and he worked his ass off on and off the field and was a complete class act and represented the franchise, the Indianapolis culture, with class, dignity, and honor. Good luck to Andrew Luck in his future endeavors, and we'll probably be seeing him around around football a little bit. I don't know. He might just go work for his dad at the XFL. You know, his dad does is the president of the XFL, I think, right, or the uh, or whatever it is. I'm just kidding. But good luck to Andrew Luck, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time that I've been able to witness, and he will be greatly, greatly missed on Sundays for me and probably a lot of different fans in the NFL. Now, moving on, switching gears to the NBA it's September. We got NBA basketball on fire at whatever. Well, it's not the Olympics. Whatever tournament it is, which they lost a game. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. Our boy Boogie Cousin, man, is in the news again. And this time is not because of his injury. It's because the dude flipped out on his baby mama and threatened this woman to shoot her. So now there's an arrest warrant issue for the Lakers center, DeMarcus Cousin. So the Alabama police has issued an arrest warrant for the Lakers uh, center, DeMarcus Cousin, on a misdemeanor domestic violence charge for harassing communications. Apparently, you all know the story. He was on the phone with his baby mama asking for his kid. Hey, when you got to bring him over? There was some disagreement. He said, tell me that again. I'm going to play the clip, by the way. I'm going to play his recording, by the way, from TMZ, or I'll shoot you. That's exactly what it is. I'll put a bullet through your head. Kind of graphic. Usually, I'm going to kill you or whatever the case may be, but no, I'm going to put a bullet through your head. Pretty descriptive. Again, this dude hasn't learned from Tariq Hill. Don't say anything that could be used against you, my man, because everybody can record conversations. All right, brother? Every All these smartphones record conversations now, man. So I don't know what this dude is thinking. So, of course, he's uh, he has a warrant for his arrest. But unfortunately, he cannot make it to Alabama to turn himself in because he underwent knee surgery this past week and he's unable to fly to turn himself in because he's not clear to fly. By the way, this all came from TMZ. So let's let's hear his. Uh, I'm gonna hear the short clip of what he told his wife. I'm gonna play it for you, and uh, and then I'll give you my thoughts. Here's the audio from uh, Demarcus' cousin threatening his baby mama. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Go shoot the ball. Go shoot the ball. No, he's not coming. Apparently, he was asking for his kid to bring him over. She said, no, he got pissed off. I'm going to put a bullet through your fucking head. Plain and simple. That's threatening to me. And it's stupid. I don't think he might have meant it. I hope not. I don't think so. But he's an athlete in the public eye. And he will be used for other people's advantage. And he's stupid pretty much what it is. First, he tore his ACL during a workout in Vegas just after weeks just weeks after he signed his new contract with the Lakers. This marks his third injury to three separate parts of his leg while playing for three different teams. Remember, he had the huge injury when he was playing in his free agent year. 
where he was playing for the Pelicans, having his best career year, probably was going to get a max contract, signed with Golden State because he had that ACL. This year played, eh, not that great after he came back because it was a tough injury to rehab from and come back from. Didn't look great in the playoffs, signed with the Lakers for the league minimum, trying to like prove himself again, gets another injury, and then now this comes out. So this is kind of like insult to injury, right? It's not good look for Mr. Uh, Boogie Cousins. Apart from right now, he's classified damaged goods because of all his injuries. And this does not make it better for a team to take interest on him. It's so bad that the Lakers signed Dwight Howard, replaced another individual who has issues and kind of a D-bag because DeMarcus can, won't be able to play this year. What do the Lakers do in this situation with DeMarcus Cousins? He's still on the contract, not a lot of money. It doesn't look good for him or the team. Now, you know what the NFL will do. The NFL will put an investigation, probably force the team to suspend you or drop you or waive you, cut you. In this case, I think the Lakers can come out looking clean. And Jeannie Buss, the Rambus family, could be like, yo, I think it's time to cut bait and we out. I honestly think that this may be the last hurrah for Mr. Boogie Cousins, for the Marcus Boogie Cousin. Cousins, I think, unfortunately, it was already in, he was already on a kind of last shot here because of all the injuries that he's had and then having that other injury. But this might put the nail in the coffin. Number one, I think the Lakers should wave him and probably are going to wave him, pay out his contract. And that might be the last time you see Boogie Cousin in an NBA jersey. I strongly believe so. And I honestly think that's what's going to happen in probably the upcoming months before the season starts. This may be the last time you see the Marcus Cousin. And it wasn't a Laker jersey because the season didn't even start. It was on the Warriors jersey. The road might be over for our men. Boogie, oogie, oogie. It's time to look for a different career, man, because your NBA one might be over. Can wait. I'm psyched. Next week is the start of the NFL season. This coming Thursday. I can't wait for all these new storylines. There's still a lot of players that haven't been signed. Melvin Gordon, Zeke. They just got to ride it out. So looking forward to next week. Bring in the pain. Bring in the heat for the NFL, baby. And I want to close out the show, first of all, with non with a non-sports related closing the segment, which is my prayers go out to the people in the Bahamas who's getting pounded right now by a Category 5 with 180 mile wins right now. You know, it's tough, man. Everybody in South Florida, please be safe. This thing right now looks like it's going to be starting to hit it here tomorrow. Uh, here in Florida at around probably any time between 2 p.m. And we're going to start getting the winds. The hurricane, uh, I guess the tropical storm. Right now, the area I'm at, I'm in a tropical storm warning. And uh, we're going to look at the next update at 5 o'clock. But everybody in Florida, because this thing could go to Florida it's going to go up to, you know, hopefully the hurricane will stay out and stay in the water and we'll just get the, the outside stuff. And best case scenario would be just tropical storm winds and a lot of gusts because if this monster hits Florida after destroying the Bahamas, it's going to be a lot of a lot of damage, uh, not just for me down here, but also the rest of the state of the coast of Florida. And dude, it's going up to uh, Carolina and Georgia by Thursday. So it's a monster. And I just hope that everybody's been, you know, keeps themselves safe and prepared. Prayers goes out to everybody. Hope the Bahamas survive. And this is your boy Emen signing out. Thanks for listening. Peace.